0: I'm going What's going on, family? That's how I'm giving it up today. I hope y'all enjoying y'all Valentine's Day weekend. That's Stevie Wonder, the great part-time lover. That's the type of vibe I'm on today. Laid back, chill, man. Single brother like myself. Didn't really do much for Valentine's Day weekend. You know what I mean? Pardon that. Um, I didn't really do much. You know, just uh, kick back, relaxed, you know what I mean? Enjoyed some basketball games. Please be sure to check out episode two of um, the MORVOH basketball experience. Um, The preview episode dropped on Saturday. Please be sure to check that out to learn what's going on with episode two because episode two, I get right into it. Um, so big shout out to V.O.H. Basketball and M.O.R. Apparel. Please be sure to give them a follow on Instagram. That's at uh, for M.O.R. It's at M.O.R. Underscore apparel underscore U.S. Um, for V.O.H. Basketball, it is at V.O.H. Basketball. Straightforward like that, man. Um, check, check out everything that they're doing. Um, it's, it's, it's lit. I'm part of the uh, conglomerate. Big shout out to those dudes. We, we about to do our thing again season 2 uh big shout out to the uh, all the players in the league NVOH basketball big big special shout out to the uh, 35 guys we're about to do it up every Sunday at West Rock Indoor we're about to have fun eight teams um come check it out you should pull up sometime man if you're not doing anything on a Sunday uh, morning and early afternoon uh come through check it out it's great uh but right now we got a we got an episode for y'all man it wasn't it wasn't a bad week this week we we had a lot to talk about man um it was pretty crazy because there was a lot of things that i was afraid i was gonna forget you know what i mean even with the notes like when i was going through the notes (laughs) i was like yo i i thought i didn't write this down and and thank goodness i wrote it down you know because like i said it was it was a lot of stuff to take in man um uh, you had, uh, for instance, I think Eminem did, like, a a surprise appearance on the Oscars. Like, I didn't really care because I'm not, like, an Oscars person. But the reason why I felt like I had to talk about it because Alchemist was the DJ. You know what I mean? So it, it, it was kind of significant because, like, Pro, big shout out to Pro Dillinger. Make sure you check out Most Foul. Uh, Pro had mentioned that Alchemist knows who he is. And we had a discussion behind the scenes. And it was really dope to learn that. And um, hopefully things things go down between him and him and Alchemist, because Alchemist is one of my favorite producers. Um, so to, to see him actually acknowledge one of the artists from the A45, an artist that I know personally, that I build with personally behind the scenes, it's it's dope to see that. So it, it's cool to um to see that we're finally getting some some acknowledgement. So big shout out to Pro. And the reason why I felt that I had to touch on that because like. The Eminem joint because Alchemist was on the ones and twos, you know what I mean. So, and I believe he he performed "Um Lose Yourself," um, that was the joint he performed he did on Eight Mile, and he had won a, an Oscar for it, for the music, and he didn't show up because he didn't really care about um awards. So I, I felt that I had to mention that um Lil Wayne, um big congrats to Lil Wayne. He had his fifth number one album, um one of them. Carter Three was one of them. I Am Not a Human Being. The Carter Four, The Carter Five, and Now the Funeral. So big shout out to Lil Wayne, man. He he re- he reached a huge, a huge, huge um accomplishment. Not too many artists have five number one albums on the Billboard, Billboard charts. So big shout out to Lil Wayne. Not not too many rap artists, I should say. Because not too many rap artists make as many albums as Lil Wayne did. You know what I mean? Lil Wayne made a lot of albums. I think, what, that's, we're on his, like, 11th album. I think Funeral was his 11th, I think. It's crazy. He, he's he's he got crazy longevity, so I'm not sure. Wayne got mad albums. He probably got more than 11. Let me let me check that out, man, because Wayne been in the game for a minute. So the Funeral got to be, like, uh, it's got to be more more than 11, bro. Uh, it's gotta be more than eleven. Uh, let me see, Little Wayne album. You see, I'm vibing different today, right? You hear the R&B vibes? Cause it's Valentine's Day weekend. I thought I thought I could come into into this like a little a little laid back vibe, a little um something different. Cause usually I got hip hop banging in the background. I'm going nuts, you know what I'm saying? But um, I'm trying to find the um, the number of albums Little Wayne got. But let me go to his discography. Maybe I'll just count them while I'm on the while I'm live on the on the um, I was about to say on the air while I'm streaming right now. I'm gonna check out Lil Wayne's discography and we're gonna see how many albums he got because. He's got, I think he has way more than 11. Not way more, but I think he has more than 11 albums, yo. You know what I'm saying? R.I.P. Left Eye, man. She was so beautiful. Just uh, sucks that she died early, you know? And you know what's crazy? 12. 12 albums, 25 mixtapes, 2 EPs, 3 compilations. So, like... Like I said, he had more than 11. So Funeral is his 12th album. So not too many rappers get to the 12th album. You know what I mean? We're going to stay in New Orleans. BG. BG may be coming home really soon. Turk announced it via social media. And um, BG's son later confirmed it in a deleted our uh, tweet. So it's like BG may be coming home soon. And hopefully we get a Hot Boys album. You know what I mean? That would be cool, man. You know, it'll be a, a dope contribution to hip hop. You know what I'm saying? I think I think to get another Hot Boys album at the at the level that these dudes is at, it would be dope. You know what I mean? Manny Fresh involved, of course. And a lot of the a lot of the new young new young producers that are out there doing their thing. It would be dope to to hear some of those guys like Mike Will it and all those other dudes that have that been doing their thing to get to get the uh to get that look. That would be dope. That shit would be crazy. Um, let's stay in New Orleans again. Jay Electronica. Jay Electronica, like I announced last episode, he he um, is going to drop an album. But there is some different news coming out about this album. It's saying that Jay-Z will be on the majority of the album. I don't know what that means. I don't know if Jay-Z is going to be doing some like... Um, if it's going to be like Watch the Throne or if it's going to be like Jay-Z doing commentary. See what I'm saying? It's it's interesting because a lot of people are assuming that Jay-Z is just going to be jumping on their rapping. What if Jay-Z is doing like some sort of commentary for him? It'd be great to hear a Jay-Z electronica album, but it's to me, it'll be more impactful if Jay is like doing some sort of, like, he does an interlude. He does an intro, outro, and, like, Electronica and him have, like, a song or two on there, and it's all Electronica, J-Elect. I would like that. But I don't know. I'm I'm like, y'all, I believe uh, the album is set to debut in March. Yes, it is. Angelie Yee, who's a former manager of J-Electronica, confirmed this, so I know she's got the inside look. That is, that is the... Probably the best source I have right there is Angela Yee. So it's 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 ill to hear what's going on with Jay Electronic. I knew about Jay Elect since 2009. So to hear him come in and make some noise would be great because it's it's right now to me at least. I'm starting to see a shift within the hip hop culture. It's starting to come back to uh, bars, and I'm loving that. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm a purist at heart. I do listen to other forms of hip-hop. I don't mind the trap. I don't mind the drill. I don't mind the grind. I don't mind none of that. But at the end of the day, what I go to when I want to hear something like that I know I'll be satisfied with, it'll be, it'll be with the bars at the end of the day. So, I mean, like, there's a lot of other things I'm going to get into in this episode. Um... Uh, I'll save that for the 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 rest of the episode. Oh, right here, I can talk about this real quick. This is not anything cr- crazy. Uh, Tammy and Waka Flocka about to have a reality show. Smart. Um, artists, pay attention to this. I'm gonna get into it into more detail later on in the episode, but pay attention to this. Pay because there's another topic where. I ref- really, really dive into it. Pay attention to this because you're starting to see artists chase other bags. Because if you remember, Waka Flocka was a pretty, he had a pretty big record in the hip hop industry, um, Hard in the Paint. Um, he was signed to Gucci Man and now he went the EDM route. I don't know how he's doing over there because I'm not in that culture, but I'm sure he's probably doing all right because he ain't struggling. He's doing okay. And um, his wife, Tammy, I believe she's doing music too. And she's been doing the reality show, so she's been getting the bag in that. And she gets bags elsewhere too. So, artists, please pay attention when I um, deep dive into this later about the business side of things. Not just artists, entrepreneurs, and creatives too. I really dive into it crazy later on in the episode. So, please pay attention to that. But I was saying... uh, W- Waka and, and Tammy um, are about to have a reality show on WeTV. It's supposed to debut March twelfth. Um, Waka and Tammy—it's called—it's called Waka and Tammy What the F- What the Flocker. <laughs> I, I don't know who names these things. I'm not the one behind the naming. Maybe they should hire me for that. Holla at me. Um, previously appeared on the network's Marriage Bootcamp Hip Hop Edition, so they're familiar with the the culture there. They probably uh, made some good relationships over there. I, I see Deb is, um, Deb is behind the scenes getting that executive producer bag. So is Waka Flocka. So is Tammy. So they're doing their thing. They're chasing different bags, not only looking at music for the soul bag. But um, for, sorry, you know what I mean? I got right into the little things I wanted to talk about because like, I, I didn't want to forget anything, you know what I mean? But, you know I, have to, you know, I have to intro the show. I have to intro the show. Thank you for listening. It's the Gratitude King, the King of Gratitude. It is I. It is me. Brother DSP, your friendly neighborhood media personality. Thank you and welcome to episode 33 of The Blast Podcast. Big shout outs to our day ones, our new listeners, erratic listeners, IG models, BBWs, ballers, shot callers, players, pimps, nine to fives, creatives, entrepreneurs, gamers, thickies. Slim thick fit, thick thick, thick 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 baddies. Thoughts too, shout out to y'all because y'all listen, I know y'all do, big shout out to the thoughts. Rappers, singers, managers, producers, strippers, waiters, bus drivers, Uber, Lyft drivers, um, painters, activists, social scientists, YouTube viewers, sanitation workers, athletes, everybody. Welcome to the Blast Podcast. (laughs) We're about to get into this ad right quick and then we're about to get into the show. Be right back. Culture Wings. If you're looking for flavorful wings in the Rockland County, New York area, we've got the place for you. Give them a follow on Instagram at FTC Wings. Again, that's at FTC underscore W-I-N-G-Z. Place your order in the DMs or give them a call at 845-200-1600. Free delivery to those who are in the Haverstraw and West Haverstraw area. Please be sure to vote weekly on their Instagram page for the sauce of the week. Thai chili, honey barbecue, Cajun, lemon pepper, and garlic parm are the weekly wing flavors. Eight piece for $7, eight piece combo for $10. 16 piece for $14, 16 piece combo for $17. 24 piece for $21, 24 piece combo for $24. An order of fries is $3, loaded fries for $5. Mozzarella sticks are also an option. Eight for $5, 16 for $10. Beverages are all $1, which includes Coke, Sprite, and water. They have catering options as well. Please be sure to use the Blast Podcast promo code to get a free order of fries. Orders are taken only on Sundays from 12 p.m. to 5.30 p.m. These wings sell out fast, so don't miss out on the opportunity to taste the best wings in Rockland County, New York. Remember the name, Culture Wings. Welcome back, family. Uh, Let's get into it, man. Uh, First thing we're going to talk about Big, big shout out to Kevin Garnett. Uh, he's about to get his jersey retired in Boston. The number five jersey is going to get retired at Boston. I am not sure of the date on that as of yet. I'm going to get that for you right now. But uh big congrats to Kevin Garnett because, like, I, I I had the opportunity to view his entire career as a basketball player from him coming out of high school, I think. He was like one of the first few to, to come out of high school and play ball. At least from what I remember, he was one of the first few. And um, he 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 actually made me go back and do research on like who was one of the first to do it. And I believe I found out it was um, Chocolate Thunder, um, Darryl Dawkins. He was one of the first to come out of high school and play in the league. So I mean it, it was cool um to find out that he was gonna get his jersey retired. That that's he's also going into the Hall of Fame, I think. If I remember he was he was also uh first ballot Hall of first ballad Hall of Famer. I can't get the date right now. I can't seem to uh find it right now. But um it's cool to hear not just to hear to to see that he's being commemorated in that fashion. Um it it's it's a great way to honor someone to, to help bring pride back to that city um it wasn't just him of course it was uh it was um it wasn't just him it was Paul Pierce Ray Allen and him and of course Rondo helped out and I guess Kendrick Perkins did a little bit too you know what i mean so um i don't have a date i found an article but i don't see a date as of right now i guess it's just like rumblings they're having about retiring his jersey because he is a hall of fame finalist so that's oh no it says celtics to retire the jersey let me check out espn espn always give me a date of when they plan on retiring the jersey one of the 23 jerseys that the celtics have retired so you know that's that's just a great franchise um i don't see a date yet so maybe maybe they haven't released a date on when they plan on retiring it but they as as of right now I know they they're going to retire so um it said the coming 2020 2021 season so not this season it's going to be next season. so a big congratulations to Kevin Garnett. Um, I was a big fan of your career. so congrats brother uh that's that's amazing uh what else we got going on here yes we got jay-z. Jay-Z, Jay-Z NFL deal, Jay-Z NFL deal. As as y'all know, I've been very, very, um, I wouldn't say I was critical about this partnership. I was very objective about it. I I fell back. I didn't really want to go too hard on it because a lot of people, yo, as (laughs) as soon as they made the deal, they were like, yo, rah, 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 rah. This is not it. This is not it. You know what I mean? And I agreed with a lot of their points. You know what I mean? But I was like, I'm not going to jump the gun and just kill the whole partnership. Because like I know what the partnership is about at the end of the day. It's about getting money. Like I know this. Like I don't want y'all to think that I'm completely oblivious about what this is about. It's about getting money at the end of the day for both parties. And... It's also like some 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 type of rebranding for the NFL because of the way they treat certain topics. I'll say, the way they tr- treated how, the way they responded to Kaepernick. It was just nasty. So they're trying to rebrand, and I guess it's working because I, I'm not hearing anything bad about the NFL's ratings as of late. I haven't um. Because usually when, when the rating like the last two, three years, when the ratings were bad, I heard about it. And I wasn't even, I wasn't paying attention like that because I just let, I just let, let the whole NFL go. Because, of course, I've said it on the platform many times before. I didn't like the way they responded to um, Kaepernick's, uh, to Kaepernick's uh, protest, Kaepernick's message. So it wasn't about them fixing police brutality. I don't expect the NFL to fix police brutality, that's just plain old stupid. I just didn't like the way they responded to it. I was like, "Ugh, your league is 85 to 90 percent black. And you're, this is the way you respond to, to the black experience in America, the, the the place where you pride yourself to be from. So it's, it's weird to me. I'm just tired of the smoke and mirrors. So I was just like, yo, I'm just not fucking with it. Well, I'm going to speak on what I originally spoke. Spe- I, I chose to sp- speak on because I went off in a tangent. Jay Z reportedly gets the NFL to commit 100 million to social outreach and causes over the next 10 years. The perception of this partnership was Jay Z is only doing it for the money. This this move may change some people's some people's views on the NFL Rock Nation partnership. As long as real people are being hurt and marginalized, losing family members then yes, I can take a couple of rounds of negative press, said Jay-Z. Um, remember, I was, I just said it just now. I i still think this, like, with this hundred, like, with this hundred, what is it, million? With this hundred million dollars uh, throughout the 10 years, that's cute. That's chump change for the NFL because the NFL is a billion-dollar corporation. So, that's cool. They, they're giving 100 million. Like I said, I don't expect them to um, I don't expect them to give a billion because I like the this response that they had to Kaepernick's message was genuine. These moves are not genuine. but like I said, I'm not gonna go in just yet. I'm just happy that Jay did this. I'm also happy for other reasons because when I really get really get in my bag on this whole Jay, Rockefeller Rock, I'm sorry, not Rockefeller, Rock Nation NFL team um team Rock uh, initiate change partnership. I know after 2 years I'm really going to go in on it yeah I'm really gonna go in on it and like I said, this hundred million for social outreach and causes it's great, but I kind of think that 100 million is a somewhat of a slap in the face but like I a lot of people will probably bark at Jay a lot of people will bark at Roger Goodell. you're barking at the wrong people. You need to bark at those owners. Those owners are the pieces of shits. Those owners don't give a fuck about the black experience in America. Those owners hired Roger Goodell just to be a face of the league so they don't have to be the face of the league. They did the same thing with Paul Tagliabue. But that's just a a whole nother conversation, a whole nother beast within itself. You know what I'm saying? So... That's that's like I said, it's a totally different conversation. But I just wanted to touch on the whole um, Jay Z, NFL. You know, Jay Z is the one that reportedly got the NFL to commit 100 million. I mean, yeah, that's good. But those owners, man. But like I said, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna get into that just yet, man. Not just yet. Um, Steve Stout. For those of y'all who don't know who Steve Stout is, he's somewhat of a pretty much a marketing genius when it comes to modern day marketing. Uh he worked with 50, Jay-Z. Um, I believe he, he did a little something with Nas. He works with a lot of heavy hitters in the entertainment industry. And um, right now the Knicks have hired him to be like the the, I guess, marketing president or marketing guru. I don't really have the details of that um, because I didn't really like this for him um, knowing how the organization is and know knowing what they're doing with him as a prop I don't think they genuinely hired him because they believe in him I think they hired him because because of his, who he is in the tri-state area and, and, and in 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 the entertainment world period You know, they know, people know who Steve Stout is. Just Google his name. Please just Google his name and you'll see what I'm talking about. Pardon me, I just had to take a sip. Just Google his name. Steve Stout is is pretty serious in the music industry when it comes to marketing and promoting. So like right now, um, Steve Stout is working with the New York Knicks. He's a marketing guru hired by the New York Knicks organization to assist with the rebranding. And he had appeared on first take. And I guess he was defending his new position. Um, You know, uh, Stephen A. Smith. I don't I don't know if Max Kellerman was there. I wasn't I didn't I didn't watch the whole episode. I just watched the clip and it was Stephen A. and Steve Stout, you know, going back and forth. And like you know, you know how Stephen A. does. He likes to lay it on thick, and you know, get get the person to somewhat come out of pocket. But I I didn't when I when I watched it, I don't think Steve Stout said anything crazy. I mean, I think he had said a few things that might have been misunderstood, like when he said um. I have a loud voice within the organization. Some people might take that as, oh, he's overstepping. Some, some people, like, you know, you know, like, I don't know if y'all know. I can't say y'all know. In corporate America, man, there's a lot of fickle. There's a lot, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of fickleness in corporate America. For those of y'all who don't know and that never dealt with corporate America. It's a lot of fickleness, a lot of pettiness you have to deal with so to me, I'm used to this corporate America bullshit, so he, w- he was being passionate about his new position, um, I see that he really likes this position, and he feels this is an opportunity that he can really display his talents, and probably do something else bigger than this, and he was defending his position, and There was a few things he said that, you know, some people, because I know, I know how corporate America is. Some people might take it the wrong way and be like, oh, he was talking out of pocket like he's making decisions here. So someone could say something to the owner and then the owner goes to him and be like, hey, pretty much put a muzzle on him. And I don't like that. I don't like that. If you are if you are fully behind what he's doing, let him talk. Let him talk. Like, they put out a whole statement, man. Like, that was corny to me. This is my platform, so I'm going to say what it is. To me, that was fucking corny. After the interview um, hit the air, Dolan and the Knicks organization issued a statement saying, any decisions regarding the operations of the team will be made by the new president of the New York Knicks. Stout also made a statement backpedaling over his Comments on the cable show saying in my excitement to defend the Knicks on live TV today I had inadvertently insinuated about Knicks personnel and to me like he did mention the president position and how I I, He knows You guys would have to watch the clip because he he makes statements like I said that May be misconstrued and someone that's petty within the organization that probably doesn't want him there God in Dolan's ear and you know whatever. I just thought it was corny, man. I hope Steve Stout doesn't get discouraged from this, but I hope he doesn't turn away from this and like um keeps keeps his eye open for this. Because like I hope I hope he knows about how fickle corporate America can be. He probably does. He's he's a marketing genius. He's been in, in and out of different offices, closing deals and taking care of things. So like I know, I know he's um I know he knows what's going on. I'm gonna stay within basketball. I just hope Steve Stout I do hope he's successful. I'm gonna go back, but I, I do hope he's successful at his new position. Because I would like to see the Knicks, because I am a Knicks fan, I would like to see the Knicks become relevant again and and have Steve Stout, a hip-hop guy, be the reason that the Knicks are relevant again. That's that's probably the only reason why I want it to work because I'm being selfish, all right, whatever. Um, I, I want the Knicks to be relevant and I want a hip-hop person to be the reason why the Knicks are relevant. But the way this whole relationship began with the whole muzzling... And to me, this looks like a muzzling of Steve Stout. I don't, I don't like it. Maybe Steve doesn't feel that way. Maybe Steve Stout doesn't feel that he's being muzzled, and I'm just, you know, I'm just being crazy about it. But this, like I said, this is how my mind works. But it just looked that way to me. Maybe you see it differently, and maybe you can be like, nah, Dell, chill. It's not that serious. It was he did he kind of wild out. But like I said, I, I don't know. I saw the clip of I saw the whole Steve Styles segment. Let me not say I saw the clip. I saw the whole Steve Stout segment, which was a clip of the episode. That's what I mean when I say clip. I saw the whole Steve Stout segment and he did say some things about the president position. He did say some things about how he's very integral within the organization. So I don't know. Like I said, it could be misconstrued. So let me get back to uh, another, let me get to another topic. Let me not make it back. Let me get to another topic. Kobe and Gigi Bryant's memorial. The date is set for February 24th, 2020 at Staples Center in L.A. This event will honor the basketball legend's 13-year-old daughter and the uh, seven people killed in a helicopter crash on January 26th. So for those of you who were wondering when the memorial was, it is February 24th, 2020. Um, that's very significant, those numbers. Number two being Gigi's, Gigi Bryant's number and 24 being Kobe's uh, Bryant's second number. Um, and the number he retired in. Um, so R.I.P. to Kobe and Gigi Bryan and the other victims of that helicopter crash. And um, for those of you who are in L.A. or in Cali and are listening, I'm sure you guys probably got the date already. And I'm just telling you all late. But I felt obligated to get that date out there for those of you who didn't know. So please give it a give it a look. And um, thank you. Thank you. No, not thank you. I'm sorry. <laughs> R.I.P to Kobe and Gigi. You know what? No, thank you to Kobe Bryant. You know what I mean? Thank you for all of it thank you for all of um all of his accomplishments. Thank you for being a great player. Thank you for being a great man. You know, you set a great example for a lot of a lot of uh younger for a lot of the younger generation. Like you see you see some of the guys now like you've seen how uh Carmelo was affected. Carmelo couldn't even play a game when Kobe passed because that was his man. You know what I mean? You've seen how LeBron was was affected. You know what I'm saying? And he 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 handled it differently by playing on the court. You know what I'm saying? So it's just crazy um, to see how many people were affected by this man. And and hopefully I I hope his memorial is a beautiful thing. And and it's just peace, love, and light out there in, in Cali. Uh, February twenty fourth, two thousand twenty. I believe that is a let me check the date on that when is the 24th february 24th that is a uh, monday that is a monday that is not this coming mon- not tomorrow but uh next week so uh february 24th 2020 r.i.p to all of those um that are uh have passed um Within that helicopter crash. Um, next up, we got um, Fantastic Four and MCU news. Um, I think it's just rumors out there right now. The uh, first family of Marvel Marvel Comics will be debuting soon. Rumors state that they may debut in Ant-Man 3, and also states that it may include Spider-Man as well. Um, Spider-Man being involved in the uh, Fantastic Four movie. Rumors also state that Emily Blunt and John Krasinski uh, are to play. Sue Storm and Mr. Fantastic. So that's pretty cool. Um, I'm an MCU guy. Some of you listeners are MCU fans. And I've, I'm sure I, I, yeah, I did mention it on the platform before that the uh, Fantastic Four and the X-Men are now owned by Disney and Marvel. So most of us are just waiting patiently to find out when they're going to release the whether whether they when are they going to release the mutants and when are they going to release the fantastic four so to hear these rumors coming up now you know and it's coming from reliable sources so um, I think that one of the sources were uh, uh, what's, I don't remember his name but he was one of the, the first people to confirm that Disney the Disney Plus was going to have the Marvel shows and that was before Disney plus was even like named Disney plus. So it came from that, that, that particular source. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Um, yeah, I guess who's back in the, uh, back in the news, your man, Jesse, Jussie Smollett, Juicy Smollett. <laughs> Jesse Smollett is facing new charges, man, for allegedly orchestrating a phony hate crime against himself. Remember, man, remember back, I don't remember which episode it was. It was somewhere, it was somewhere within the archives. I was saying, like, because he was all bold about it the last time I spoke about Jesse Smollett. He was all bold. He was like, I'm not paying y'all nothing. This, that, and the 15th. And I was like, all right, Jesse. If you're talking like this, you better leave the city. You better leave the city of Chicago, bro, because they are not playing with you. Like, if they feel that you owe for this money that they spent on overtime for your case, they're going to make you pay up. You know what I mean? I believe they got, like, a, a special prosecutor on this now. What's the special prosecutor's name? Dan Webb. Dan Webb, special prosecutor. See, like, they're not playing with Jesse now. Like, they're gonna make Jesse come out of pocket. You like, I, because now I think, remember, I reported, oh my God, so many months ago, I reported that Jesse had got, he paid a fine and then he sealed the documents. Well, now the doc; those documents are now unsealed. So now, a lot of information was being revealed, and the reason why it was um, sealed was, uh, oh, what there was something I saw within the documents itself that that um, if you hear anything in the background, that's them working on the other side. Um, there was something sealed within the case. That he didn't want to get out and and pretty much the reports are out now. So if you wanted to see what's within that those reports, if you care, I know some of you probably don't care about what's within those reports, but just want to know what's going on with Jesse and and the city of Chicago and the uh, Chicago PD. You can check it out if you if you care. But now. Like I said, he's, fa- he's, he's facing new charges, allegedly orchestrating a phony hate crime against himself. February 11th, prosecutors charged Jesse with six counts of disorderly conduct for filing four police reports that the Cook County prosecutors maintained were fake. That was what that's what was um, within the um, sealed sealed indictment that it was four police reports because no one knew about that before that was sealed. That was what I was talking about. I forgot I had put it in my notes. Sorry for those of y'all that didn't care. But for those of y'all that cared, that's what it was. Special Prosecutor Dan Webb said the decision to bring new charges are an attempt to bring the actor to bring the actor Jussie to justice. Over one hundred and thirty thousand dollars in overtime to the, the Chicago PD spent pursuing the case. Like I said, they are not playing with Jussie's punk (laughs) ass. They're not playing with him, yo. And, like, I don't think he gets it. Like, I don't know if y'all remember. I know a lot of the day ones remember because they remember when I was reporting on this and I was laughing my ass off the last time I was reporting on this because I was like, yo, I hope I don't have to talk about this dude again. And boom, here he goes again. But this time, this wasn't... Well, it was his fucking fault. His stupid ass fucking wanted to make a fucking fake fucking report. You know what I mean? Four of them. Yo, that's another thing I forgot. There's video footage. The body cam footage is out. That's also what was sealed. The body cam footage is out. And yo, he's standing there with the noose around his neck when they got there. It was ugly. His face was blurred, though. Everybody's face was blurred. Please, yo, go look for that footage, yo. I forgot about that. That's what else was sealed. See, everything's coming back because, like, you got to understand, like, I'm recapping a lot of topics from this week. And this week, there was a lot of topics, like I stated earlier. Like, I just wanted to touch on a few of them at the beginning of the episode. But, like, yo... I forgot there's so much I'm, like, recovering now because with this one I was just seeing a lot of stuff and I'm like, yo, I forgot about this. Because remember, I didn't see the body cam footage. A lot of it was just reports. And the police report was very accurate. Like, they weren't being, like, condescending. But some of them were like, yo, something's not right. They didn't say that um, out and about, but, like, you can hear, you can you can sense the the implications, and they were like, mm, okay, you know what I mean? It was just very weird, very funny, yo, like, it's crazy, I wish y'all check out the video because it is nuts, it is super nuts because he was, when the cops came in, yo, I just wish I was able to see his face. That's what I wish I was able to see. I wish I was able to see his face because... He, he just stood there. I, I could see like he was probably standing there with like the sad, crying actor face. <laughs> you know that that stupid, pitiful face that most actors put on when they're supposed to be sad? Yo, that's, I could see him, yo. And he had the, it was like, I think it was like white. It was like a white robe. And he had it around his neck. Oh y'all, gotta see the body cam footage too, y'all. Please check this out because I don't want to be sitting here enjoying these last dolo. This is why I, th- I think this is why I felt the need to report this because that 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 report is no longer sealed, and a lot of shit came out, and you have to see that. So please, man, check out that information. Uh, the Chicago paid the Chicago PD is not playing with Jussie Smollett. Jussie Smollett. Probably will be spoken about on this platform again because this is looking like it's getting shir- sir- getting serious in Shatown. So um, that that's nuts. Oh, Dame Dash. I think I've been talking about Dame Dash pretty consecutively on this platform, on um, consecutively these past weeks. Well, uh, he people call it a little victory. I don't think it's a victory. I think it's just pretty much. Circumstance? Like, they tried... Pretty much, um... Lawyer Christopher Brown and, and Weber were asking Judge uh, Lerberger Lur, to name them as the rightful owners of the contested movie. According to the judge, they may have obstructed the discovery process, but it would be too early to grant a judgment in favor of Josh Weber and Muddy Water Pictures. Because, basically, they were trying to get the judge to pretty much say yeah since dame dash was um, obstructing the discovery process that should automatically make them be the rightful owners of the movie and pretty much pretty much take the movie from dame dash if dame dash if dame dash is rightful owner of the movie i don't know the details so I can't say anything. I can't speak. Everything for me is from a, from a alleged perspective, if that even makes sense. Um, so to see that still going on, it's pretty crazy. Um, like I said, I'm going to keep, keep an eye on that because I've mentioned many times on this platform before as a businessman, I respect Dame Dash. I respect what he's done for particular artists. He's helped them, um, give get a second chance because he believed in them um that that's from that's from cameron to odb to joe button to 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 uh uh who else he helped out he helped out so many other artists and to see to see him going what he's going through right now it's it's just interesting to keep an eye on because me as an entrepreneur i'm interested in that type of type of thing and like i said he inspired me to do what i'm doing not not inspired me to 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 be you know a podcaster or anything like that he inspired me to become my own boss because that's his message be your own boss and and that's what i'm trying to do here with this platform um with with everything that i got going on behind the scenes um so i'm gonna keep an eye on dame dash so anytime i have the opportunity to report on what's going on with dame i'm gonna do that So it's pretty, it's going to be, I'm going to keep an eye on that and I'm going to keep y'all abreast on what's going on. Um, Anything else I want to, oh, game, 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 game. Um, Rainy won a huge judgment against game in October, 2019. If you remember, I reported on that before um, after the rap star. Uh, failed to reply on a sexual assault lawsuit stemming from his 2015 reality show, uh, to uh, She's Got Game. Remember, pardon. Remember, I reported it on this before. It was back in um, October. That was, I don't even I don't even remember what episode that was because that's when we that's when we really really got in our bag with the weekly episodic show, and um, I remember reporting on this. And, um, she had won like 7 million or something like that because he didn't want to, um, show up and rightfully so, rightfully so she deserves it. And I, I, my thing was my whole thing back then, I believe was just show up, bro. If you didn't do it, show up. The thing is like, he, he didn't show up and then like, he would be active on social media. So, you know, uh. The criminal justice uh, system is not playing no games with anyone. So like they see that, you know how they're going to take that. They're going to take that as like a direct insult. They're going to take that as a smack in the face. Like, oh, really? (laughs) Oh, you're not going to come to court, but you're going to be active on social media and you're going to be disrespecting the lady that's that's in this case. Oh, okay, we got you. So. They got him. And um, uh, a trio of judges shot down Game's appeal of the verdict for blowing off hearings and uh, trashing Priscilla Rainey on his IG account. Rainey maintains the rapper is deliberately hiding his money to avoid paying the $7.1 million judgment. Rainey, in her latest attempt, is asking the judge to seal the post-collection process from the public so um, she can get the money. She believes that if it's sealed... If the process is sealed, she believes she will get the money. Um, I believe Dame, not Dame, the game issued a statement saying that she ain't gonna get a penny. Um, once his, once his lawyers get on it, they're gonna eat it like um, a bunch of minion Twinkies or some. They're gonna eat the case like a bunch of yellow minion Twinkies or something like that. You know, like you heard me say in the beginning of the episode. I, I don't really care too much for the game. So. Um, it's just I wanted to report on this because I remember how I went off last week about uh Christopher Brown uh getting at Dame for his IG posts. And I don't want y'all being like, Oh, Dell, what the hell? You was going off on a because I'm not saying that she was in the right for because she's not suing him for his i g post she's not um asking for j- damages on the i g post she's asking for damages on the assault because if you remember my report back in October he um on on what's the word I'm looking for she she basically didn't want to be touched by a game like that. You know what I mean? He violated pretty much. She didn't. She didn't feel that. She wasn't with that. And she, she, she went about it the right way. So that's. I just want to make sure that y'all don't think this is equivalent to anything I was talking about last week with with Christopher Brown and, and Dame. That was. That's. That's nowhere near the same thing. She's not suing him for that. The 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 um uh, the three du- the three judges are like you wanna because they the, the 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 system felt disrespected by games, IG posts, and not showing up and being active on social media and you're being disrespectful. So it's like you're making this you're making it hard for your lawyers to fight this case. You're making it super tough for them because now they have the system against them because they the system wants you now. Or not you, but they want your assets. So it's it's going to be interesting. I'm definitely going to be paying attention to that, as you see. As soon as I saw Rainy versus Game, I brought it back up because I felt obligated to bring that back up again. So it's it's pretty good. It's dope. Um, big shout out to J. Cole. Uh... As y'all know, it's All-Star Weekend. Um, I think I misspoke last week and said uh, it was All-Star Weekend. It was too soon. Um, It's All-Star Weekend right now. Um, I watched the rookie game. Uh, John Morant, real deal. Zion Williamson, real deal. Uh, But the player of the game, yo, the dude that threw it off the backboard, and, and, and caught the one-handed joint, he was a hooper, man. He's a baller, too. But, like, it's... Just to see the future of the NBA, it's dope, man. It's bright. I liked what I saw. Um, John Moran and, and um, Zion Williamson connected on several plays together. They played in AAU together. So it, it was cool to see that. It was cool to see that on a big stage. So um, I, I believe... Because I'm recording this on Saturday. I believe today is the dunk contest, three-point contest, the skills challenge. The celebrity game was last night. It was pretty funny. Spice Adams is a fool. Um, Stephen A. Smith caught a tech. That was mad funny. To see Stephen A. catch a tech in in a celebrity game, that was pretty funny. The ref did it mad smooth, though. I don't know if y'all saw that. The ref did it mad smooth. He was like, yo, T, come on now. Come on now gave him the tea real smooth, like, I told him, now, come on now, that's it, that's it, so I was like, all right, that's what's up, but um, it was cool to see that, it was cool to see that, but back to what I was originally talking about, J. Cole Puma uh, announced a multi-year partnership with Cole Directed short film the dreamer the short film will air during the NBA all-star game commercial break as per Adam Petrick Adam Petrick is the uh, global director of brand and marketing at Puma as per Adam Petrick Verbatim our partnership with Cole is deep-rooted Cole's involved in product creation marketing campaigns and cultural guidance. He is going to be a key player in many of the things we do at Puma moving forward and we're excited to work with him not only on a product level, but even more importantly as one of our athletes. Cole sits at the intersection of music and sports and represents everything that Puma stands for as a brand. The Sky Dreamer. The shoe that J. Cole designed arrived at Puma, uh, arrived on Puma.com and Foot Locker on February 13th. I believe that was Thursday. Uh, Shoes will be worn by Puma hoop athletes like Kyle Kuzma of the Lakers. So keep an eye out for the uh, Sky Dreamer. J. Cole doing his damn thing, man. J. Cole, one of my favorite MCs. Well, he's not part of the new generation, but I wouldn't now. Nah, I wouldn't say he's new generation because J. Cole been out for what, 10 plus years now? So that's not new generation. There's a newer generation now. There's a newer class of rappers right now. So he's not part of that new generation. J. Cole's one of my favorite um, all-time rappers. So now I'm seeing him chase different bags. I like what I'm seeing. He's designing sneakers now. Um, well you never know what's next he might get into uh, some different fashion things Um, he's already directing videos and short films as you just heard in that last in this in this in the same topic that I just mentioned before Um, he directed the short film titled the dreamer and that was pretty much like announcing it was pretty much announcing the shoe announcing the deal you know, and the last time I seen an MC do something like that, it was Jay-Z, um, with Reebok, and he had the S. Carter collection, I had a pair, I love them sneakers too, man, I, I was always trying to find a way to see if I can, um, find a pair of them joints, but I always find knockoffs, not the actual joints, so, um, big shout out to J. Cole, that's, that's just, that's just super inspiring, um, all y'all MCs out there, don't just focus, um, r and acts too. Don't just focus on making music. Music is definitely a great way to build your platform. But once you solidify that and get on the platform, monetize your platform, man. Learn different, uh, different types of revenue streams. Learn how to monetize your worth. Don't allow other people to monetize off your worth. Don't allow other people to profit off your worth. Learn how to monetize off your work, and like this is a perfect example from someone that a lot of y'all may look like look at as an OG. You know what I mean, J Cole. A lot of y'all look at J Cole, Kendrick Lamar, Big Sean, those guys as OGs. You know what I'm saying? And look look at the moves that J Cole is making right now. That's inspirational, inspirational as fuck. You know what I mean? So if a lot, because I know a lot of y'all are into fashion, a lot of y'all like to wear the 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 um the the different brands and all that. Create your own brand. You know what I mean? You see, you see what you see what Coin is doing with New York as a nationality. I know New York as a nationality isn't their brand per se, but they have a partnership. And it's beautiful, man. You know what I mean? Right now, uh big shout out to Wonder. Coin and Wonder got a joint right now that's streaming on all digital platforms called New York is a nationality, N-Y-I-A-N, New York is a nationality, popping, you know what I mean? The brand is everywhere, you know what I mean? So huge shout out to New York is a nationality as well, huge shout out to Coin as well. Um, so like you guys, you artists out there that's listening to me right now, um, learn how to, learn the business side of things, because you got the music part down packed. Learn the business side of things, because that was probably my downfall as an artist. I understood the business of it a little bit, but the act, the access of it, to, to the access to information that I have right now, I didn't have back then, and I didn't know where to look. I did have it back then, but I didn't know where to look. Now I know where to look. I can I can point you in the right direction. Um, I can show you where to look for yourself so you can interpret it yourself. I'm not going to tell you what to do. I'm going to tell you, look here, you interpret it yourself. You know what I mean? If you have someone that you trust, that you want to bounce the information off of, then do that. But I can point you in the right direction. But as for me, as an artist back in the day, that was my downfall because I got tired of the business. I got tired of corporate America's fickleness and pettiness and... Like if a uh, um like say if you're dealing with a group of people and say three or four out of the six rock with you, if two of them don't rock with you, they're not gonna invest in you. That's just how it is. I've seen it firsthand. So it's like it, I just got frustrated with it. I, I got fed up with it. I was like, I'm not depending on other people no more. If I come back to this entertainment industry, it's gonna be through me building my own worth and coming back knowing like yeah you're fucking with a totally different beast right now. So I want the same to I want the the same opportunity to go to you as an artist. Get this information, learn the business side of things so no one's trying to give you some shitty ass deal for some music or for some music that you know is worth way more than what they're trying to offer you. Don't just take the bag. For those of y'all who are just chasing the bag, fine. Do that. I'm talking to those who are about the culture, about their art, about their worth, about their business. You know what I mean? Big shout out to uh, One Nine, big shout out to Umbrella. They handle their own business. And I see it working beautifully. So big shout out to them. It's like, I'm. the thing is, I pay attention to a lot of people. So if, like, if there's a lot of you out there handling business and I didn't shout y'all out, don't think it's this is any type of slight or anything like that. This is just people I'm remem- remembering off the top of my head. I'm freestyling right now. You know what I mean? So I don't want y'all thinking that, oh, he didn't shout me out, so he doesn't think I'm doing business. Not at all. Not at all, man. Um, I just want to express um, or just convey my passion to you about getting to know the business side of it. It's not just about making music. You know what I mean? Or if you're like a, a comedian or any type of creative, whatever you do, don't think it's just that. Know that there's another side to that because there's a lot of people that understand the worth of what you do, if that makes sense. Like say if you're a comedian, there's a lot of people on the business side of comedy that know the worth of your comedy. Now you get me. If you are a musician, if you're an artist, there's a lot of people on the business side of the music business that know the worth of your music or probably don't or and, and, and are gonna try and profit or exploit you uh, from from your worth so beware this is this is why I built this platform it's it's to express and convey and disseminate information like this and also to give creatives and entrepreneurs a platform to come on and feel comfortable um to come on and talk about their brand you know what I mean and also for me you know to show off <laughs> for me to uh do my friendly neighborhood media personality thing. You know what I mean? That's why I created this platform. And um, as I as I said in the um, beginning of the episode, thank you, man. Thank you for always coming through. Thank you for listening. I truly appreciate it. Um, as you can see, my confidence is a lot higher. I'm feeling a lot more comfortable on the microphone, especially now that I'm dolo. You know what I'm saying? You can hear the comfort. You can see I'm more in my like oh, he's like laid back now. He's not like speeding through. He's just like gliding through topics now. Yeah, because like I'm I'm at a comfort zone now. Before when I started the platform, I thought like maybe I needed a, a, a co-host. You know what I mean? Because I never did it before. So now that I was put out a, circ, a circum putting the circumstance to where yo do it up yourself so i did it up myself man and y- y'all are witnessing it y'all are witnessing me doing my thing on my own you know what i mean so thank you as always you know what i mean i'm 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 the like i said before i am the king of gratitude thank you for real we're about to get into this um this ad real quick and then i'll be back ready to close out the show be right back y'all The Last Life Gaming Network is an over-the-top platform catering to the gamer. With numerous options upon launch, the LLGN will provide you with countless choices to start your experience, shows such as collections, IRL party games, playthroughs, and GUI gaming under the influence, as well as highlights of Twitch and Mixer live streams. The network will have you itching for more. LLGN sports will provide sports coverage as well as sports related topics with an interactive live stream schedule the network will provide you with many reasons to be a part of our last life community make sure to subscribe to the last life gaming network on YouTube when it drops in the fall of 2019 are you ready to be a last lifer. Another great episode down the drain, man. Thank y'all for listening. I truly enjoy doing this, man. I, I, I have fun. I have so much fun creating content for y'all because y'all come back on a weekly basis and and um, you, you give me feedback at the end of the day. Like, if y'all didn't give me feedback... I wouldn't know what to do <laughs> and I feel that the, the this program in particular is getting better and better um on a week-to-week basis you see the growth um you see the amount of content that's out there now uh, this is episode 33 but this is just the weekly program this ain't I have what I just dropped eight installments of uh eight installments of brother DSP Speaks And now I also, I'm on the second season of M-O-R-V-O-H Basketball Experience. Make sure to check that out, please. Um, That's dropping, I believe, every Tuesday. That's going to be the recap of Sunday's games. And that's going to drop on Tuesday. That'll be available at midnight. So if you're up at midnight uh, going into Tuesday, uh, you can always check that out um so check that out uh shout out to mor apparel check them out that's mor underscore apparel underscore us that's on instagram mor apparel us on twitter click the links in the bio check out their websites their their apparel is beautiful and follow voh basketball uh that's at voh basketball uh that's straightforward on instagram subscribe to their youtube channel turn on the post notification so you can watch the games for yourself you can also watch their games live on um IG as well when it's going down on Sunday. Um, what else is there? Big shout out to our sponsors, man. Culture Wings. Um, if you listen to this, if you're listening to this on Sunday morning, um, they're taking orders as per usual, as you heard in the ad. Um, FTC underscore Wings W I N G Z. Shout out to Robert and Alicia. I will be I will be hitting y'all up soon. Um, we we got some guests guests for that March March visual, and of course we're gonna need y'all wings to uh cater the session um and of course big shout out to my brother bravo last life gaming network i see you brody i see you have finally posted storms 007 as the uh friday female gamer follow i forgot what it's called if i butchered it i apologize baby bro uh make sure to follow last life gaming network on ig and twitter that's um last underscore life gaming um, subscribe to their YouTube channel and turn on the post notifications. That's last. That's Last Life Gaming Network. It's also the same thing on uh, Facebook. Last Life Gaming Network, man. Uh, the King of Gratitude, your friendly neighborhood uh, neighborhood media personality. Uh, Brother DSP is about to sign out, man. As y'all as y'all can hear him. Somewhat fatigued, man. It was a great episode. I ran through a lot of things. Uh, it was a great news week, y'all. As y'all as y'all see. Um, it was a pre- this is a pretty lengthy episode. I apologize. I know I try to keep it short for y'all so I don't take too much of your time. But um, I hope you enjoyed episode 33, Part-Time Lover. Uh, <laughs> you know, it was fun. It was for Valentine's Day weekend. I thought it was appropriate. So a big shout out to everyone who's listening. Uh, thank you for coming through. As per usual, see y'all next week. I will be announcing who will be the guest on um, the, Mar- the March visual. Um, I got a great, group of guys coming through, man. I hope y'all really enjoy it. Please be be in store for that. Please be sure to check out the February visuals. Big shout out to Royalty and Stan Michael, man. We did our thing on that episode. Um, Please be sure to check it out. Thank you for listening. I'm about to sign out. I'm super tired. I'll holler at y'all. Peace.